Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome back to the Garlic Marketing Show, the final episode of season four. Our random seasons. Our seasons are very random. Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short. This was a lot of episodes. I want to say 40 or plus episodes. Lots of great stuff. And that's why I'm doing this recap. Uh, with my good friend, an amazing podcast producer, strategist, referral marketer, copywriter, Dr. Jeremy Weiss from Rise 25. Dr. Jeremy Weiss, thanks for being on the show. I'm excited because we're going to talk about the top lessons learned from some of the guests, your own um, you know, big lessons and aha moments over the past year. And if you're looking at the screen, there's a video version of this, of course, because I specialize in a video. So Video case story. Um, you can check out videocasestory.com and see how video case stories will bring your business now and well into the future because that case story keeps selling for you over and over again. And this reminds me of like video games for some reason, the video case story, like playing old school Nintendo. I love the logo and what you guys did with the brand, but uh, all sorts of industries will call I and this team to be an easy button and drop it simple to capture their best client stories. Um, and we're going to recap. So I want to start off with, you know, they, he has story crews you could check out in iangarlic.com, but we're going to dig in deep. And I want to start with the first one, which is how to make customers feel safe with these three pillars of website design with Alex Mellon. There's a lot you talked about on this uh, as far as websites and digital marketing. Uh, talk about Website, Alex Mellon. Alex Mellon from Smart Sites. I mean, he, they've created tons of websites, big websites. You know, they have a great website. They actually do a good job of their client stories and using their client stories on their homepage and throughout their website. So it's impressive. It's a great website to check out. Um, this was a very interesting con conversation because obviously this was, you know, we, we, a lot of this is where the pandemic's still hopefully at the tail end, but this was at the high, you know, right in the middle of it coming back and we we're talking about safety, making people feel safe. And, and it's not something we thought about as much, you know, we had this, the, uh, SL, the, um, you know, the server level stuff, but like making people sit, feel safe, making them feel comfortable. Um, there's a lot of fear out there. And we talked about how to use your website to make them feel safe because when they feel safe, they'll trust you more. They'll make more buying decisions. They'll spend more time on your website. They'll be more likely to meet with you, talk with you, do business with you. And safety, it, it, it was, you know, it's not something we think about enough. We think about how to get the leads, but not how to make them feel safe. And, um, you know, there you know, so many different things he talked about on here. I think it's, it's a great, great episode for that reason. I think every business owner needs to listen to it. Love it. Next one, um, strategic partnerships for digital agencies with Alex Glenn from partnerprograms.io. And I know some of the stuff you talked about is, you know, the big question you should be asking new partners, um, you know, why you shouldn't focus on referral commissions, how to find great partners, the secret sauce for supercharging partners. Talk about uh, partnership programs and Alex Glenn. Well, Alex, uh, I, I, if you really look at most businesses, 
yes, they have knock it out of the park. Uh, like we'll have a great marketing campaign, but partnerships are a key, key part of any growth, any growth. I mean, if you look at Amex or, you know, like you sign up for any credit card, they have so many partners in there, right. That they sell their stuff. Same thing. I think for any type of agency, um, you know, any type of service-based business, Part, there's so many key partnerships, right, that you need to have. And then also partners with vendors too, and how you handle those. And we really got into how to develop those partnerships, how to find the best ones, um, especially with vendors. This one was very vendor specific. And then as if you're developing a partner program, agencies should, how to reward them, how to reach out to them. Um, that was a big, you know, there's a big mistakes made in the rewarding of partners, and Alex really talked a lot about that, especially that most people aren't going to be as and mid small size business aren't going to be as money driven as much as um, results driven for their clients. Um, so figuring that out, I think it's important. You know, I, I, I don't think we've listed you, but I don't know if you were on this season, but, you know, Jeremy is an expert in finding those partners and connecting with those partners, not so much actually developing the partner program, but finding and connecting it. So I'm plugging Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. He's helped me a lot with that. Talk about that for a second, you know, because most people think, oh, you know, I if I compensate them, that will be the best thing. You know, people will be motivated by that. What are some other ways that you've thought um, from, you know, you have a lot of experience in this and um, also uh, with Alex about rewarding partners without, you know, not just thinking about paying them? Well, I, I think, I mean, for me, good service, right? you know, bringing value to your partners, treating them really, really well, putting them up on a pencil, not just sending them a check, but communicating with them, helping them out. Like with our partners, we have a partner program for videocasestory.com. We have, we're launching two partner programs, both JB partners where someone can promote us and slash embedded and certified partners. Um, and you can go to videocasestory.com slash partners. If you're interested, what we're trying to do is promote our partners, right? Help promote your partners. Help get them on webinars, get them in front of your clients, feature them on your website, feature them on a podcast, um, feature them in your email, consult with them, right? Your business, you can spend an hour and help your partners. So I just did it with one of our partners, help them design a new line of business in their agency. Um, and it wasn't video related, but I, I, we sat down. I'm like, cause I have a ton of experience in that. You have experience in places that you can help your partners and give first, Right. I just, one of the things I always try to do is like, give first, give first, give first with our partners. They get, um, they get a strategy session with us and, you know, they, they get, uh, videos and they get extra marketing and we're developing private groups that are partners only. So there's a lot of benefits that you can put around besides the dollar amounts. And, you know, I, I you know, one of the things I think you also have to be careful of is setting the idea that who's the best partner because someone might be a consistent two to three, four person partner a year that someone might hit it out of the park with 10 part, you know, with 10, 20, you know, referrals for you for one year and then just disappear on you. So think about that too. Think about how you connect, reward, think. And I think we're going to talk about John Rulin, you know, gifts, thinking about random gifts. That's another thing that soon we're going to be sending out to some of our partners is grant uh, gifts. And that's a great episode with John Rulin about how to do those gifts hint, don't send them branded stuff with your brand on it. Uh, <laughs> but these are just some things, but I, I really think 
thinking about your partners, no matter who you are, whether you're an agency, a lawyer, a doctor, a dentist, how can you connect and stay with those partners on a regular basis? Here's another quick tip that actually I'm going to leave it. You got to listen to the episode of who should be the partner coordinator. It's very interesting. His take on it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of ways to deliver value outside of just straight dollars. Um, The next one is learn how to grow your business from 25 to 150 employees using attorney consulting coaching with Mike Morse. And uh, again, a fantastic episode. We taught, you talked about how the herd mentality kills your firm growth, how to stand out in a crowd of video, the importance of delegating and elevating your, your, to grow your business and the key move to untrap the lawyer Mm -hmm. and marketing tools and much more. Yeah. I, I I like Mike's take on it and basically he's running EOS, but their own version of entrepreneur operating system by Gina Wickman for his law firm. And I think this is whether you're an agent, if you're an agency, you should be running EOS. I think everyone needs to be running EOS in some way, shape or form. And we're going to talk about that towards the end of this, because we had a bunch of EOS implementers on because you need to have certain things that are how to build your systems, how to address problems, how to have meetings, how to, you know, how to get untrapped as an attorney. But this goes for any professional, any professional, whether you're an agency owner, a doctor, dentist, you know, uh, a marketer, you get trapped in your business. And we talked about how he got untrapped and allowed him to grow really, really fast as a law firm. Um, it was a great episode. He's an interesting guy and he has an interesting take on video too. And, you know, he has a lot of haters and he talks about too, about how he handles those haters, which was interesting as well. Listen to that episode with Mike Morris. The next one, the ultimate guide to successful project management, with Carl Sackis. And, you know, if you're a project manager or you've hired a project manager, this is an episode to listen to. And he talks about some of the, the overwhelm uh, agencies and business experience um, and, and much more. So what stuck out for you in, in project management and, and Carl? Um, I, you know, it was Carl's take on project management. I, I see so many people when, especially agencies, but anyone that gets into project management that really go into, get deep into, you know, mechanics, not so much mechanics, but, you know, tactics um, and software and automating it. And he really took that away. Um, He talks about how to identify project issues before they happen, which is super important. Really comes at it with a methodical mind for growing your project management. I'm telling you, you know, if you have problems with clients complaining on a regular basis, either two things are happening. You have the wrong clients or you're bad at project and project management slash customer service. And those are, you know, two sides of the same coin. Um, And whether you're once again, an agency or whatever, if you do your project management correctly, like Carl talks about, it will transform your business. Once again, untrap you and uh, identify the problems in your, your projects, identify how to solve them, how to constantly improve them. Um, and you know, he talks about what to do if you don't have any training and how he learned it and the, you know, and how project management can actually destroy your sales and how to prevent it from. So it's, it's a great episode. And, um, 
you know, the, the, he talks about, you know, what to delegate first and just a lot, the iron triangle of project management. I'm just going through this. That was fantastic. I need to listen to this episode again, to be honest with you. You know, it's interesting you say that I am because we also sometimes default to a, a magic wand. Well, if I just get this project managing software, we'll solve everything and, or this tool or this software. And the reality is there's people, you know, running those tools. And so there needs to be, you know, what's, what's the cause of the issue or, or the best way to, to run it. And so this is a great episode for that. The next one is the ultimate guide for using YouTube ads to position your business with Cosm. And um, again, you talked about for any agency who wants to do lead generation, um, you cannot dismiss um, YouTube ads. And sometimes it's a black box for people, right? So some of the yeah. things that you can do um, for companies to generate leads and exposure. So talk about Cosm and, and YouTube ads. I, I love Cosm. He's a great guy. He's, he talks a million miles a minute, which I like. Uh, we had a big discussion. This was a highly technical episode. So I think if you if you do run PPC and you know um, a lot about it, you'll actually learn a lot here, but it works for everyone. One of the things he definitely said is like uh, a lot of the people teaching YouTube ads out there are teaching stuff that just doesn't work for, re for real. Um, we talked about the importance of quality content. And that's one definite theme from last year as you know, Facebook shook up. Um, as different, you know, the pixels and the Apple iOS updates affected traffic. We talked about the importance of constantly improving content. Um, and, you know, he talks about just great campaigns, the, you know, how to position yourself uh, well, if you're going to run YouTube ads um, and, you know, and also coming back to the first steps for a digital agency, if they're going to run traffic, you know, Cosm, here's the thing they're, they just gotten, uh, ranked by Google as in the top 3% of pay-per-click agencies out there. Top 3%. That's by Google. That's pretty impressive. Plus he runs a perpetual uh, traffic podcast and just all around good guy. I, I think this is, if you're running any type of traffic, if you're an agency, this is a great episode. I am the next one, the simple method to boost your SaaS business revenue with David Hensel. Um, again, you talked about, uh, as far as the SaaS revenue, uh, successfully scaling and managing multiple brands. He talked about his experience developing great partners as well. There was that conversation and some stuff about his email marketing and um, even resulted in him having death threats. So uh, <laughs> that's not an open loop. I don't know what it is. I don't know. You have to go listen to the one about the death threats. But I'll tell you this. I, David's a smart, smart guy. Really good guy, too. A lot like awesome. Um, David has you know, set, like, I want to say like eight or nine companies, this company up coach is a fantastic, it's a really cool, uh, software that we're going to start when we're starting to implement it inside of our agency for communicating with clients. If you're a coach, if you're any type of consultant, you know, if you're a lawyer you should look at up coach, I love the software, but he's developed all these cool things and he's developed and sold multiple SaaS companies. So obviously he knows how to grow them. And just, I think he's done it all without any type of venture capital, which is super impressive, super smart guy. Um, it's just, it's a great way, a great look and how to grow um, SaaS companies. And once again, we talk a lot about channel partners, partners. I think partners are the name of the game for almost every company out there, especially agencies, how to grow them. Um, 
yeah it's it's a, a great episode definitely check it out I am the next one. Uh, the keys to running a great e-commerce offer campaign with Tony Grebmeyer from Ship Offers, and Tony is always a uh, just a huge ball of energy, and always brings the uh, you know brings so much knowledge to the table. He's been an entrepreneur for over twenty six years, running um, you know e-commerce company Ship Offers. I know you are have a lot of intimate knowledge and have a lot of lessons with Tony. Well, I, I like how you use intimate knowledge and use huge balls of energy uh, about Tony. Cause those definitely describe Tony. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Tony's a great friend, but I mean, their company, you can't argue with the success of ship offers. It's, you know, year after year, they're in the ink. I think, I mean, ink 1000, I'm not sure, but uh, I, yeah, I think they're ink 1000 usually. Um, but year after year, constant growth, I, we did a lot of their customer stories and I'll tell you, the guy knows more about, has forgotten more about e-commerce than most people know, right? Cause not only does he see these multi multi-million dollar companies and, and what they're doing to, to do it, but he's helped develop them and he's helped them to grow and, and how, and, you know, it comes, he has some great ideas in here about even how to develop your first e-commerce offer. And I mean, you really, if you're thinking about e-commerce, if you're in e-commerce, you really should follow everything that Tony says because he's not the only thing he's selling is coming to work is your success. He's not selling a program. He's not selling, you know, he does some personal development stuff, which is great, but he, you know, he's just, he wants you to get better because they, they have a limit. You have to be selling a lot to come work with them. So he wants people to get great to come work with him. So if you're thinking about e-commerce or offers in general, you got to listen to this one with Tony. Yeah. And he's also an expert and he's just an amazing giver. And yeah. that makes him amazing at partnerships also. Yep. 100%. Um, the next one is adding services or products to your business using a white label implementation with Dobbin Buck. Um, and Dobbin, again, um, started off like a lot of people cramped in a small office and <laughs> has grown to over 50 people, uh, with his team of experts. And, um, there's a lot to, to learn in this episode, especially kind of staying ahead of the curve in, in small business, identifying needed skill sets, finding the right people, maintaining incredible service and product. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Dobbin, I love Dobbin. Super, super smart guy. Like you meet him and you're like, Oh, he's kind of laid back. Especially now he's got like this big beard, definitely changes look. He fishes all the time. Uh, but he does the funnels and marketing for the people, you know, like some of the biggest, biggest people in marketing, uh, you know, he's kind of under the radar, but he helps them quickly add services without spending any money on team. Like, and he tells about how he hires a team and how he trains a team. Because he's grown this and, you know, a lot of us use overseas help to keep the, the expenses down. He's done this with all, not just nearshore, but in in Georgia and hiring people and training them. It's, it's just, and he talks about how to, how he does it and then how to use that to add services. Because I think of people, a lot of people think of the, the wrong way. I think you should sell stuff and then, you know, most of the time sell stuff, see if it works and see if there's a market, but as an agency, it, it, you know, if you're adding a service and you don't have someone to do it right away, it's hard. It's not like a lawyer where a lawyer can go find, 
another lawyer who specializes in something. It is really hard as an agency to find someone that specializes in, in a certain part of marketing because there's just no education for it. There's very little experience for it. So he talks about that. It's an important lesson if you're looking to expand by adding services. And it's, it's a great way to do it. Um, how to grow over a $20 million exit using a paper lead model with I and Bentley. I know it's hard to say. Um, like, <laughs> like I and Ian, I don't know. This one's no, up, it is I and it's two ions. It was he started scaling company, sold for over a mil, 20 million. Wow, that's amazing. Um, eight figure exit deal on paper lead model. Uh, what stuck out for you with with this model and and Ian? I Ian's a great guy, super smart marketer too. Um, I think if you know in the agency space. Um, and if you're not an agency, if you're looking to grow, I think buying leads, if you on the back end have it is a good way to grow. Um, because if you can find the right leads and the right lead source, then it, it takes a lot of the problem of figuring out the ads out from the agency side. If you have one or two clients that you're generating a ton of leads for, and you know, you're scared of them disappearing, this is a great way to kind of flip the script. And he did that, you know, he did it in car sales, right? So if you had car, if you're a car person, you know, you do car uh, marketing, auto marketing, and you go and you're marketing for two or three companies and one of them fires you, man, you're screwed. But if you're just getting leads, you can go sell those leads to someone else. So it's a good model. I still think if you're looking to buy leads, you should have an agency who develops your brand and develops your inside funnels. But it, it, it's just interesting to talk to him about how he grew, grew his business and, and um, the biggest mistakes digital makes, agencies make when um, actually adding a paper lead model. Next one is John Rulin, which we discussed, um, Giftology Group. He's got the book, Giftology. And uh, what sticks out for you with, with John? You already kind of set a few tips with this one. Um. Well, John Rulin, I, he was a great guest. And, you know, he talked about, and this is, uh, this was a seasonal episode, but I think this is really relevant uh, to if birthdays, et cetera, like how we default to sending gifts during the season when everyone's getting so much. Like if you send me something on my birthday, it's just like, boom, overwhelming. But if you send me a random gift, um, like, you know, when it's not my birthday. It's not much and, noise there. Yeah, not much noise, and I can pay attention to it and enjoy it. Same thing with the holidays. And I think we we try and be a part of the noise instead of thinking about it. But also, what's the qualities of really a great gift? And we talked a lot about that because it is important. Um, anyways. The uh, next yeah, one, yeah, yeah right. is, yeah, he's, uh, it's always a must listen to when, when John Rulin speaks. So the community manual. Okay, this is three fundamentals to building a thriving community with Tom Ross, and he's built a big community with uh, design cuts, and he talks about yep. the fundamentals to building a community, how that community thrives, um, you know, also some of the positive impact of having a community, establishing that positive reputation, and, um, you know, building that, it just, it pays off in dividends. So what sticks out for you as far as community building and Tom Ross? I I have to listen to this episode again. I just know I love every time I have Tom on because he's a, he's a genuine guy. Hugh, 
you know, he reminds me of Gino Wickman a lot in ways because, you know, there's some guys that will go out and they'll figure something out and go sell it. Tom really becomes an expert at it and then tests it out and make sure he can help a few other people doing it before going out and showing a bunch of other people how to do it. So he built, I mean, I think they want, I want to say they had something like half a million people in their community. It's crazy. And he put a lot of work into it and a lot of, uh, you know, and he just gives a lot of tactics on building a community. I, I think there's a huge, because of, you know, what happened in the pandemic, there's shift to communities and there's a huge, huge, huge opportunity in building a community right now. And I think, uh, you know, we all need to be doing thinking about how, what community we need to build and you don't have to build a huge community. I mean, I, there's a huge opportunity, but if you build, you know, for some of us, if, you know, your community, that's what be- I was thinking too, because like, if you're in a niche area, you could have a very small, but intimate community and it's still valuable. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I mean, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You can be even more impactful. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who has a small community, but there's a lot of them out there. Right? Yeah. You can ser- serve a hundred, 200 so people. many niches out there. It's, it's and, yeah. And, and it's much easier to start there and, and you know, there's that, you know, 1000 true fans idea. You can have a hundred true fans and really, really serve them and don't try and be Gary V right. Try and serve, be micro famous, just be famous. To the people that matter, that really care that will spend, you know, help your business and you enjoy being around. Speaking of communities, uh, we talked the massive business opportunities in podcasting with podcast one co-founder Kit Gray. And uh, if you've heard of podcasting, you probably know some of the people they have on podcast one. I think Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, they've had Jordan Harbinger and, and many, many more um, with that. And, you know, you talk, he talked about the biggest upticks in podcast usage. He talked about driving viewership to your podcast and some of the secrets of growing a successful business. So talk about Kit. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kit had a nine figure exit. You can't beat that. Um, it, I mean, Kit's, uh, I'll be honest, Kit's an old, old friend, not age old, but you know, I've known him for a long time. We went to college together and it's amazing. Cause he's just such a good guy, such a good guy, super smart guy, super hard worker. Um, you know, you'll see on the episode what a good guy is, but he's super smart too. And, you know, he helped Adam Carolla developed his first podcast, you know, like Shaq and you can go on there, Dr. Drew, all the people that he's had as you know, he's run podcasts for like Jordan Harbinger, who you, you all know, um, you know, that they've helped grow these podcasts. And he talks about there's huge opportunities in podcasting. It's just people get really narrow minded with what podcasting means, what it should do. And I think they get too much into a TV mentality. So we talked a lot about that, how to grow your podcast, the biggest way that they know to grow podcast audience. But I think once again, coming back to you, it's how you think about podcasting, what it does for you and prioritizing what do you want it to do for you? I mean, yeah. he t- talks a lot about making money from podcasts, but there's a lot of ways to make money in a podcast. And we also talk about, you know, how to get hyper-localized now with podcasts, because there is ways to, you know, now to sell ads and market in a hyper-local uh, means. So really something to check out. The biggest marketing opportunity for staffing companies with Derek Piddock and um, with him, this kind of is part of, uh, you know, you talked about EOS implementer for staffing companies and 
um, some of the, you mentioned before about some of this EOS uh, series that you did. So um, talk about Derek and a little bit about EOS. Uh, I mean, this whole series of EOS people, um, you know, Derek was one of them. I had uh, Brittany Meyer Holtz on from, uh, you know, they have an EOS software. Um, we, I had Chris White on who no longer is technically with EOS. Some of these people have moved on uh, from EOS. They're still doing the same type of consulting. It's just, they all start a lot of their own brands. Um, the reason I did this, and I think this is important to everything, it's, you're going to get a lot of good ideas here. You're going to have a lot of ideas. If you're a visionary in your business, you need to be running uh, EOS. We do it. I don't know if you guys are doing it, Jeremy, but you're running some way of having a visionary integrator role. We talk about it, how to hire using EOS, how to, um, how to have meetings, really, how to have meetings, how to develop your vision, how to, uh, Chris White talked a lot about, you know, how to journal and grow your business through journaling and EOS and develop a structure around it because that's what we don't have in other business. You think you have a structure. Well, we have weekly meetings, but do you know how to, how to make them happen? How do you make, decide what to concentrate on? How do you develop your core values we talked about? I mean, I'm trying to pull up who all was on here. I think you've also, I mean, you've talked to Casey uh, Cavell of, um, you know, Legacy yeah. 412. I know he's given you some advice. Yeah. Casey Cavill. Um, he's great. Um, and we'll put a link to his website. He's coming on. He wasn't actually in on this one because uh, at the time he was helping uh, the exit of Rocket Fuel. So Rocket Fuel was sold to EOS, the visionary integrator idea, Rocket Fuel University um, with uh, Mark Winters. You know, we we helped develop strategy around that. Yeah. Britt Meyer Holtz. Um, Will Scott really talks about culture in this one. And then Jim Haviland talks about uh, developing an entrepreneurial mindset, clarifying your vision with Will Christ. I think that was an important one. Um, and then Derek Pidek, yeah, had the staffing companies and finding your, you know, switching your target market, especially when you have a big shift. Aaron Perkupile talked about that. I think that's a good one, even though this one was about the pandemic. I think it's something we can all learn from because there are massive shifts. Jerry Henley, um, you know, developing and implementing a marketing strategy quickly to, to uh, pivot. Chris Kelso was great at overcoming uh, imposter syndrome. And, uh, you know, just the overall strategies with Andrea Jones on learning EOS. I think this was all a lot that people should go through. Um, but so yeah. final thoughts, um, you know, just to check out some of these episodes, if something stuck out to you, check out videocasestory.com to learn more um about Ian and his company anywhere else we should point people towards i mean videocastory.com is the best way you know and obviously keep following the mark garlic marketing show and check out rise 25 jeremy's awesome right. when you're thinking about you know if you're talking about developing referral partners and using podcasts in the right way definitely talk to jeremy i can't check everything out and more episodes and always a pleasure thanks ian Thank you, Jeremy. And thank you all for taking Jeremy and I on your journey. This has been I Garlic and the end of season four of the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. 
It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 